lies you've told your children in the past to make them believe something or act in a certain way. Well, you tell your children that they're the smartest and the prettiest (laughs) (laughs) in the world, but let's be honest, there's, you know, 10 billion people in the world statistically for you to be the prettiest would be astronomical. Right. See, my dad didn't do that. My dad wasn't the type of parent that would say, you can be an astronaut, because I said to my dad once, like, I'd like to be the biggest radio host. I think this is like a 10 years old. And my dad says to me, very sage advice, not for a 10-year-old, he goes, you can have anything you want at a price. (laughs) (laughs) And a 10-year-old me is like, so I can't be the biggest radio host. What are you trying to say to me? But that is good advice. Not for a 10-year-old, though. He'd well, say no, it is. but he's probably teaching you that if you're going to get there, you don't have the looks or the talent, so the casting couch <laughs> is probably the only way you're going to get there. So everything That's has the a price, price. I have to pay. But everything has a price, yeah, whether you have to study, you know, you're right. not missing out on life while you study or – you got to take borrow money, pay interest, yeah, yeah. or you go to the casting couch. Okay, there are three yeah. ways for you to be the biggest radio host. I hope Dad was, wasn't telling ten year old me to go on the casting couch. So that's hard because you, you're right. Your children say to you, "You want to say to them, you can be whatever you want in the world." You know, yeah, you could be an astronaut, you could be a radio host, but really, you want to say you got no fucking talent. <laughs> but you can't, you, you can't break their heart. How did you parent in that situation then? Well, you still tell your children you can do whatever you want, right? Yeah. You just say, how long, when do you, when's the lie stop though? No. When do you start getting realistic? When do you become a realist? When do you say, wake up? When did you, when does that stop? What age? It's got to be a definitive age. It's like, okay, mate, get real with yourself. You're flunking maths and you want to be an astronaut here. When's that? No, you don't. I don't think you break the spirit. You just got to teach them to try, keep trying. Okay. Because remember, there's always, you don't have to get to your goals on a linear curve. You can take. You know, you can spin around, you can take, you can do other things. Okay. So if you want to be an astronaut and you're not smart enough, there must be other ways to get there. Right. Yeah, like terrorism or, you know, <laughs> stowaway. I don't know. You know something stowaway, stowaway. I like that. Yeah, yeah let's, go, <laughs> let's go for stowaway here. Okay, so you just don't break the heart. No. If you're listening, Dad, don't break the spirit of 10-year-old Mikey. Which he didn't do. He was but should dad. you tell your children? I mean, it's hard, isn't it? I remember. Yeah. No, I don't want it to say. I remember paying the fucking fortune for things, thinking there's no way you're going to ever be a tennis star. Just give up now. <laughs> <You know? laughs> no. See, that's tough because I think if I had a kid that can't sing and they're really trying to pursue musical theatre, let's say. Oh, okay, yeah. What do you. I don't want to listen to your shitty recitals. I'm sorry, but you're not a singer. How do you break the heart or do you pay someone else to break? Is that a service? You can get someone just to tell your kid that they're bad? Did you know. We'll add it at Stedford. So Stedford's where you go for competitions right. for dancing, singing. They do these at Stedford's. So all the kids compete, you know, under 12s, under 11. Yeah. And we're up the back and this boy come out and sung on stage. He would have been anywhere between 16 to maybe 18. Yeah. And sung beautifully. Oh, my God. And it's like when they turn the chair around on that voice, you go, oh, shit, it's an ugly one. Do you know, <laughs> <laughs> do you know like they sing like a demon, but you go, oh, it's the ugly no, one. You know, we're not going to. Oh, no. And I've looked and I thought, oh, no, I thought, oh, you know, he's such a shame. He's got such a beautiful voice, but no stage presence. And the mother was standing behind me. No. Now, that was really horrible, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> yes. So I did try to follow this person's career for the next 10 years, as in through. To stalk them? Or to, no, I want to, to keep see, on shooting well, them down. They, they were a great singer, but they've never gone anywhere. Now they're just working in a, in a council, you know, in the t- council department because they had no stage presence, you know. <laughs> but. 
What's the moral of this story? <laughs> if you're going to bitch about someone's children, make sure that the parents <laughs> are standing behind me. Said, no, but I did. No, I'm talking about how feeling guilty and it really worried me because I spent so long telling my children how great and wonderful they were. Yeah. And I thought in here in three seconds, I've just sh- said something horrible about someone else's kid. Yes. Yeah, I would have smacked me down. If, yeah, they, if someone would have said that about my kid, I would have smacked them. Oh. <laughs> but my kids were pretty and, and were quite smart and good at shit. I used to pray for Jay to lose. Really? Yeah, like for right. No, because she never had lost. Right. And she got into year seven, and I thought, I will need you to lose. Whether you lost dancing, whether you lost school Mm -hmm. captain, whether you lost the running race, whether. Because I thought, you're not going to handle defeat. You're going to have a breakdown when you actually realize that you're not the biggest or the prettiest or the smartest. And when was the loss? Has it happened yet? It happened first year at university. She failed a subject. Oh. Full on breakdown. We actually had to get someone to go and pick her up. No. Yeah. But it took that long for her to fail. But it was the best thing that ever happened. Lucky she probably had supportive people like us who kind of – I made her get a job in a call centre and then oh, two that, ma- and a week you. later said, see, fucking pull your finger out and go back to uni because otherwise this is your life for the next 47 well, so years. So she did quit – did she quit university post She didn't know whether it was for her. Because uh, she'd never – of course, you, you never experienced defeat Failure. before. Yeah. yeah, and when people fail, they walk away. They're scared of it. It's better yeah. – I'll quit so I – don't fail, but yeah. it's easy to quit. Right. So lies you've told your children. Oh, yeah, what lies? Well, I I mean, the obvious one that comes to mind is a certain special someone that visits people in the dead of the night and is old. Now, that's what? a creepy what? tale. Are you talking about? I'm trying to beat around the bush here. Let me be about, subtle. Are you talking about your stalker? <laughs> or that uncle that comes into your bedroom later? No. no what are you, You're going to get us cancelled. Uh, talking about, of course... Father Christmas. Oh, Santa Claus. I'm just wondering if there's parents listening with their kids right now. I don't want to ruin anything for anybody here, so I'll be delicate with said subject. You're right, we do lie. Yeah. But we do it for us, not the kids, do you think? Why do we? Well, you reckon you enjoy Christmas? I think. Buying gifts. When the children believe in Santa, they're not old enough to appreciate Christmas, I don't think. And I think they get it. The concept of what it's all about. It's just, I get more shit. Give me more shit. I don't even think I get the concept of Christmas yet. I feel like it's still a hallmark event in my brain. None of my children liked that creepy old man. There's, I don't think any of my kids ever sat on his knee. Okay. I think I made Jay do it when she was about 18 months old and there's this face of crying and the hands out like, take me. Yeah, you know, yeah. You've just stood back for the, for the obligatory photo. And then you think about it, you think, God, we're teaching our children to like pedophiles. If they don't want to go near some man, don't make them. No, by forcing them to say, I, oh, no, he's a good man, talk to him, you're, you're setting your children up to not trust their instincts. Yeah, so creepy I, Andy, you're going to hate me for this, but I do agree with Tom on this one. I correct? think it is a really weird westernised thing of, Once hello, children. we shove them, shove them Yeah, sit in an old man's lap that you don't know, but for the, like the other three, six, four days of the year, it's stranger danger, stranger danger, stranger yeah. danger. And especially don't go near old men. <laughs> Sorry, old man. You've got a stigma around you of being creepy and it's not your fault. It's just the minority. Well, I, I feel like an old man. I think that now. I wouldn't put my kids near you, no. <laughs> no, but if I'm standing at the front of a school and I'd see children running, laughing, I'd stop and go, oh, isn't that sweet? And sit there and stare at him, thinking about when my kids were that little. Right. Yeah, I'd probably look like a creepy old man. They're probably ringing triple zero. Yeah. You know, yeah, there's an old man out the front staring at the, drooling over the children. Because you're not a wholesome old man yet. You didn't have grey hairs. You've still got coloured hair, so you do look oh, creepy okay. at this All right. stage. True, so I need to be a bit younger. older. 
Yeah, when you when you start donning that beige sports coat and you've got no. a silver fox. Oh, okay. That's when people be like, okay, it's an old harmless man. But then at the same point, Santa Claus, that's not an old harmless man. He's dressed in red and you can't see half his face. It's creepy. It's weird. It's a weird lie that we're selling to the children. I like the gifts thing. I just think like letting someone come into your house and and telling your children just stay asleep. Don't don't notice <laughs> that, that the burglar's <laughs> coming down the chimney. <laughs> That's weird. That is weird. It is weird. What are we teaching the kids? I've like my kids once said when Christmas day I couldn't afford it and I got money and I went on Boxing Day and got their lay-by out because I couldn't afford to get it out the day just before. just postponed Christmas? Yeah, we postponed Christmas. But remember, we lived in the bush with no electricity or TV. Well, so my know. children had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I but like I was that. really poor. That's a sweet lie, though. Like You did the best you could Correct. I didn't want them to be upset. Yeah. And then by the time they saw their friends a couple of days later, no one had the, the faintest because kids can't tell the difference between one day and three. Yeah. But that just happened yesterday. So, yeah, so why do we have Christmas? That's I think we're telling that lie for ourselves, for the enjoyment of the excitement of the of running around. It's like having an affair. It's all sneaky and yeah. fun. <laughs> you know, like, so we're doing – the kids, they have no idea. They yeah. don't. And it's very sweet that they don't, which brings me to the question I've been trying to ask before. Oh, you- yeah. Your mum must have lied to you because you come from an Italian – I'm never going to ba- ask this question. <laughs> you come from an Italian background. Yeah. So Italian mums – are notorious of telling their sons how wonderful, pretty, great, you know, the best athlete, oh, you know. No, my mum was pretty harsh with it, actually. One of my, my most fond memories is I was playing basketball once and we were leaving the court and mum was talking about all these other kids and how well they played that day. And I go, mum, what about me? Did I play well? She's like, oh, not really, mate. <laughs> it wasn't your day. <laughs> and, and still to this day, mum was like, yeah, I'm not going to tell you you're doing a good job if you're not. Like, sometimes I go show her oh, a video of so mate. that's harsh. She's good, though. Like, if I show her a video that I've made that she doesn't like, she'd be like, eh, and that's all I'll get from it. Yeah, but you're an adult now, so that's yes. okay. You'd need a good slapping occasionally. But as a kid, you could at least have said you tried your hardest, which is a nice way of saying, no, you're shit, but you tried your hardest. Mum would, but she would also say, no, nah, today wasn't your day, champ. Oh, okay. Get him next week. Yeah. Well, she at least used champ. Good on you, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's a pat in the back. Yeah. She would have said, thank you, Mikey. <laughs> yeah. My, I did not know the reason for my parents' divorce until I asked last year. Uh, they got divorced when I was six, but I just never knew. I mean, I guess the thing you never tell your kids. What, didn't you think it was all your fault? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, that's what I heard. At the band yeah, anyway. that's what you talked to my mum about? Oh, that Mikey, you really it's all, He was so needy. <laughs> <laughs> you took all my attention. You're a yeah. mean man. <laughs> oh, I'm interested. That's gossip. Let me I'm not going to talk about my parents' divorce, but oh. I just think it was really interesting that I'm I not going to never... tell us what the reason was. No. <laughs> I'm so excited. I thought we were going to get gossip. What the fuck am I here for? Yeah. I just thought it was interesting. I thought I've never actually questioned it as a child because you don't. And then finally I have never asked me. Really? Yeah. And they're what, 20, late 20s, 30s? Yeah, they've never said, why did your mum get divorced? I mean, it kind of makes sense though. You're with a man now. <laughs> she was a woman. So two and two together. Well, true. You're right. Actually, I should come fucking clean. I had nothing to do with it. It wasn't, it wasn't my fault. I mean, it's a pretty easy conversation. Uh, kids, uh, your mum's a woman and I like men. That's the end of the conversation. Yeah, but that wasn't why we got divorced. Shit, I've got to bring my kids. Let's fucking wrap this thing up. <laughs> I've got to make sure they know it wasn't my fault. That I wasn't sucking dick when I was 
married. You know, like I don't think they were thinking that as ten year olds. <laughs> no, uh, but now as thirty something year olds, that's what they. Do you think that's what they think of you? Well, you oh, just said dad it. was sucking dick. That's why <laughs> mum and dad broke up. Yeah. That dad couldn't yeah. get enough of the dick. Oh no, that's terrible. I I think we've got to wrap it. Creepy Andy, have you learned anything? Well, I was just thinking. I was thinking the other day actually about a lie that my parents told me. It was the stupidest thing. My parents told me that every time you flick the light switch on and off, you paid like two and a half cents to the electricity company. Oh. <laughs> so, so is that you walked around in the dark or you never turned <laughs> lights off? No, it was, yeah, it was about like flicking the light switches and stuff. It was, you know, every time you flick that switch, yeah. it costs us money. So, and it doesn't. I no. don't know where that came from. On a similar weird vein, mum used to tell us that you can't drive with the lights on in the car, the police will pull yes. you over. What's that about? Because it's distracting. That one probably is true. Like, I'd say a light in the car distracts the driver. So, <laughs> I think the one. I mean, it's a light, oh, surely. There's the difference that when it's daytime, that's not distracting. So, why would a light at night be distracting? I think it's one of those things that parents would tell their kids to, like, not annoy them. Like, mm-hmm. for you, flicking the light switches on and off is annoying to parents and could potentially bust the globe, I assume. So, it's getting them to stop their naughty behavior. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, they'll lie. That's the best way. <laughs> White lie just to get them to stop well, their annoying. And that was the naughtiest thing I did, flick the light switches. I was going to say, you've been such a polite kid. Did you learn anything else in this? I did. I've learned a couple of things. Um, I've learned when mum and and dad told me I could be a volunteer radio and podcast producer, they were probably lying. (laughs) (laughs) And mama DJ is probably the one that left us that three-star review on iTunes. At least she's honest. (laughs) Because you're shit. (laughs) Don't forget to go follow Tom and Mikey on Instagram and Facebook at Tom and Mikey. Trust me, you don't want to miss out on the gossip. It only gets hot. Редактор